What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Central Virginia Sport Performance Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jay DeMeo. And today, guys, we've got an absolutely awesome show. I've got an absolutely great friend of mine, Andrea Comini, that I'm super excited to welcome to the podcast. Dre has spent the last seven months um, working here at the university uh, as an assistant, helping with men's and women's basketball, done some great stuff. And I think that we're going to have a fun time kind of giving an audit of our season here. But Dre, before we get too far into it, man, introduce yourself to everybody here, listen to the podcast, let them know who Andre is and, you know, how you got to Richmond and more importantly, some of the awesome stuff you're working in uh, back in Italy. Uh, thanks, Jay. First, thanks for having me. Um, you know, you are technically still my boss, so I had no choice. Uh, so I really have to come to your podcast, but it's awesome to speak with you. I listen to your podcast every week, so I'm not on, I'm honored to be here. Uh, just to introduce myself, as probably some people could understand, I'm not American. Um, from my accent, probably you can understand it. I'm from Italy, uh, raised and born in Italy, uh, but I've lo- always loved basketball. Um, since I was a kid, trying to play any, any time I could, but I've never been that good. Uh, so I found out, I, I thought that to uh, be in basketball at a certain level, I have to figure it out, another way to do it. Um, and so I started to coach, to spend time in the gym, uh, on the basketball court, in the weight room, uh, in any position I could learn something from. Um, and so studying, having my background in uh, exercise science from University of Verona, the city of Romeo and Juliet, the city of love, uh, spending 10 times in Verona, but always trying to make a step forward to my dream to get to the States, especially to NCAA basketball. Uh, the first time in the 90s, I watched NCAA, the NCAA tournament. I was like, man, I want to be there, Jay. Um, I knew I couldn't be there as a player. Um, as I told you, I still trying to make some hoops, but always missing more than making, but um, missing a shot could happen to anybody. So I tried several years to make to the NCAA uh, to get, to find a way to come to the States to coach. And after missing many, many shots uh, for visa, for language, I have to make my English better. Uh, I got to know better the American style of coaching. Well, after a few years, I was able to make it. And I went to University of Northern Iowa, first as an apprenticeship, and then they hired me with men's basketball. I spent four incredible, five years, four incredible NCAA season. Uh, we coached Jacobson. Uh, we coached Jess Smith, the, the strength coach for football. And one of this season, uh, I got to, uh, I got to, there was a moment I met this, I met this incredible coach, which is coach Jay DeMaio. Uh, just we play each other, I believe it was Jay, uh, season 14, 15, I believe. Uh, and uh, we got to know each other at the time, as you still remind me every time, I used to wear a, <laughs> a sweatsuit during the game. Um, and, and, and if I think about it, it's kind of a joke since I'm Italian, uh, but 
Uh, we got to know each other. Uh, we went to play VCU. You shared me a test, uh, a text message. We had time together. We, uh, we spent some time together. Um, and then after a few years again back in Italy, after four years with um, you and I, uh, I saw the position open at Richmond. You knew I was looking for some help because I was trying very hard to be back. Some, again, visa issues after the COVID, uh, long line to get a working visa. But you, make it, you made it happen. Uh, I did the, internship for the, uh, the, um, the interview for the position and you got me there at Richmond. So I was always grateful to you. Um, you told me a lot. You gave me the chance to be back, and I love my time at Richmond. Um, very, very different state than Iowa, but the same uh, passion, the same idea that as Coach Smith, as Coach Jacobson in Northern Iowa, same thing, Coach Mooney, that I'm uh, grateful to him as well, that he opened me the door of his program, and you too. Um, I mean, you gave me the opportunity to coach where I believe I belong. And uh, I always, always be grateful to you for that. And um, I love the season we spent together. As long as we didn't reach the goal in terms of result, I believe we, we had a great interaction. We make each other better. And this way we made our players better too. We took care of them. Um, we fell short in the tournament, uh, but we figured out so many things and we knew this, we told with them, we had the chance to make the program better. I'm pretty sure the next season for you will be even better because you learn a lot as well and you will make the players better too. I really appreciate the kind words, but I think that a lot of that, um obviously is mutual you know um i think the big lesson coming into the situation that i learned from our relationship building into this is that it is important for you to reach out to the people um that are in your city that are coming to your town that um but you know you, the coaches that are coming to see you whether you're playing them or they're playing in your town as, as a younger coach some of us it's harder as we get older um, and more curmudgeonly and turn really, really gray and our backs hurt all the time um, to do these sort of things. But especially for the younger coaches, every opportunity you get to sit down and talk with someone, uh, you never know what that opportunity is going to lead to. And it led to us becoming good friends and having a really unique opportunity this year that led to some really, really different type of growth for me as a coach. Um, and I'm really, I, I can't say thanks enough for that because it was really important for me to get put kind of out of my comfort zone in some of these situations that were unique, you know, looking at things differently. Because again, it, as long as I've been here, it's been very easy for me to kind of fall into, this is how I do things. And, and some of the things that you noticed really, like the, the little things really did make a big impact. And I think that that's something that we, um, we should get into. Because I think that like you just brought up, you know, the standard and the small changes that we made and the understanding of ways that we can be more efficient. I think that that not only impacted 
the programming and how I work with the guys, but how we can build things more efficiently has led to conversations with, like I just had a conversation today with Spence where we were talking about how we need to be more efficient throughout um, the department, you know, with strength and conditioning with sports med, because right now we're, we're trying to do all these extra things, but what we're running into is we're just adding people or we're, we're adding things, but we're not looking at how we can fit it into what we do. Um, and that's leading to some hiccups as you know, you witnessed with some of the program we were into. So let's start running down that rabbit hole. Let's start talking about some of the things and the changes and let's, let's call them the upgrades that we made in the queue in these past eight months. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for your award too. Uh, just before the standard, I would like to, obviously, it wasn't just you. I, I said you, but for me, you are Sarah, Andy, and Beecher. Uh, that really, that department, I love the department. I love the interaction with the athletic training. Um, I love work with women basketball too. Uh, I just say Jay because it was much shorter. <laughs> but uh, the people are there, are people willing to listen, to, to talk about it. Uh, to change their idea if they think is a good idea or to keep the idea if they think their idea is better. Uh, um, when, when, I, when you move to a new country, when you move to new, a new overseas or a new place, a new city, um, you tend to see different things. And you, especially if you're young, you think that those things are wrong. But just with the time, you realize that the idea is to make the players better, the team better. And so those things are not just wrong, they're just different. Um, and the more different things you learn, the more you can choose. Uh, when I got there, one of the first things I noticed that like the guys weren't feeding the sheep or, or they weren't putting the weights back. Uh, and in my idea, uh, most of the time as a coach, we focus, strength coach, basketball coach, whatever, we focus on offense, we focus on defense, we focus on the weight training we do, the program. Uh, but I believe if we stop there, if we don't go to the real, um, the real, the fundamental of our job is coaching. So to convince someone to do something uh, and to explain why you should do something even without us, well, we, we do a partial job. And so if we don't go in leadership, if we just believe the leadership of our guys will be, will, will grow, will, will grow, will get better just because they get older. Well, I believe we fail as a coaches. Um, I really believe in core values. I believe in standards that are very, very um, simple to be understood. Like for example, feeling a sheep, uh, taking care of the workout, taking care of the place you stay, um, or, I will give you just an example. I was coaching uh, 30 minutes ago, a player that is from um, Africa. Uh, he's a 16, very, very talented guy that, um, so in terms of communication, if I believe communication is a core value of my program, I want to set standard that the player recognize as good or bad, like told someone, looking someone in the eyes. So it's every time we look, each other in the eyes and we respect the standard, we are making the score value better. 
if we believe this is a good standard, every time we do not do that, we know that. If I don't speak to an athlete looking, looking, uh, looking in the eyes, I know I'm not respecting the standard. If I believe that I, I have to tell him every, every time the truth, when I do not say the truth, I'm not, I know I'm not respecting the standard. And so I'm, ma I'm making my core value, uh, I'm not making my core value better. If the communication get better, if I believe uh, another example of core, core value, like collective responsibilities, like we take care of the weights, we make the weight room better, we clean it up, I put the weight where it is, I like to spin the weights too, I like to see the number um, upside down. If I make this thing better every time, I believe the values will be better and I will run a better offense, a better defense, a better weight training program. Uh, and so talking with you, sharing some standard, decide choosing the standard, uh, and then talking with the guys, I believe we make every single workout better. Um, we still have to share it. We still have to explain, especially at a certain age to the guy, the standard. And so we can talk to leadership with that. If I make them understand these kind of core values, I make them better leader too, I believe. It's not just an age thing. And this is something that is still in a progress for me. Uh, I still believe that we share this thing. We are, we are everybody under the same umbrella. And so it's not just a, a workout. It's a program we run together because we share something. Obviously, we know more about weightlifting, uh, what kind of program, but they are part of it. They are not just someone coming there to do a workout to make a muscle bigger. They know that if they respect the standard, the workout will be better. Even if that day they will lift less weight than the day before, because they could be tired, it could be um, coming out from a bad game, but respecting the standard, sharing the standard, made the values better and made the program better. That's my whole idea. Yeah, and I think that when you're in the same spot for this was my 19th year, it's easy to let some of those things become somewhat complacent and guilty is charged. And I needed that. And I think that that was important. And I think the guys needed that. And I think that that was something that oddly, you know, I think that um, a lot of people look at that, me included at times and say, yeah, but that's like the whole, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that might not necessarily be true. But when you talk to things as a standard and we hold ourselves to account to those things and we get the athletes to hold each other to account to those things, because we have established these are what these are the things we do. This is how we go about our business. You are encouraging them to be in these leadership positions um, without making like a big fuss about it, you know, like you're, you have, you're allowing them an easy kind of gateway into holding each other to a standard, holding each other accountable, um, 
bringing each other up, you know, where, hey, put your weights away. Hey, man, need help putting stuff away. Yo, don't leave. You know, we got to get this cleaned up. Like easy ways for them to, lack of a better term, right, check each other um, so that they can then later when, not saying this isn't important, but when things are more important and it's like game time to make decisions that are really important, they, or things are happening that are really important. They can look at each other and say, no, we do it this way. No, we're running this play. No, you go that way. Like, no, your guy's there. You Things of that nature. And I do think it's important. And I needed that help. And I think the guys really did appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, obviously you, coaches, uh, the TD trainer, but one thing that I noticed that I love at Richmond were the guys. Were the guys. The guys were absolutely awesome to me, probably because I was honest every time with them. I wasn't shy to talk with them from day one. Obviously, sharing with you what I was saying, um, and you made the transition much much easier for for me because I, you you knew I wasn't just a guy coming from Italy. Uh, you knew a coach was coming. And so you gave me a lot of responsibilities and I love it. Um, and, and so I, uh, the guys really were uh, awesome to me and I want to thank them too. Um, at the end of the day, obviously you want to win. You want to you wanna win games. You want to add them to succeed. Um, but the main thing is that if, if I go back to all the years coaching, if I think about all the teams, what I remember as a memory is close to the guys, close to the players, the way they reach me out, like even now, ask me something, or even just text me, hey, Andre, how are you? Um, those are the things that for me matter the most. And I believe because I never stopped at the, at the training program, at the number, uh, at the... Um, the load management. I, I, I want to get closer to a relationship and the values for me are a way to get closer to the players too. Uh, it, it's, not, it's not a single way, but I, I want them to be important when they are in the weight room as they are important on the basketball court. Um, same thing, I know you lead the game in a different way than me. Uh, I like to to sit down every time in the second row at the end of the bench. Uh, and you are at the, at the end of the bench too. Uh, I'm very calm and quiet. <laughs> you are much more passionate and I love it. Because <laughs> That's every, a fair way to say it. Passionate yeah, yeah, yeah. a nice way to say it. <laughs> you know, I could say, I could say it's an English barrier. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, even if your reaction is very, are very different than mine, I know, you know, the players are are the main are the main actors of the game. We did what we had to do. We are still there to support them at the end of the bench, first row, second row doesn't matter. But we're still they know we are there. But we let them all the the lights all, all the the show are for them because they are the show. Um, and and it's something that I really appreciate. And even like like twenty years ago. I would have think, who is this? What this 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 guy is doing? It's crazy, like. <laughs> but now I know it's just a different way to react to a game that you really care a lot to the guys, but you let the guys um, 
living their life, living their games. And they are the main actors. Uh, and so I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, there's plenty of people now that still say, look at that crazy guy at the end of the bench, I'm sure. I, oh, mean, I still that's... do it. I still do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm sure of it. But, you know, it's just, um, I guess it's just coming back to the idea of, you know, you talked about standards and honesty, and that's just being true to yourself and being who you are when you support them. And, like, they know if you're, if you're being a phony with it. I mean, people have talked about that ad nauseum when it comes to everything, when it, you know, with what we do, whether it be how you program or how you communicate or how you build things or whatever, like they, they can see through the, the phony BS if, if you're not being true to who you are. And I think that there's at some point a level of appreciation um, for what, what that is, you know, being actually who you are and not, trying to fabricate something that it not just isn't real, but is like almost a con job because of the job. Right. And one, the main thing for leadership for me, you cannot fake yourself. You cannot fake to be someone else. Um, um, I, I love my time you and I too, for the kind of leadership, the coach, the strength coach, coach uh, Smith gave to the, the speech he gave to the athletes. The, 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 the program behind this speech, it wasn't just a speech, a motivational speech, that's it. There was a program behind it, it was planned. And I will never be able to do what Coach Jed was doing, talk about military, um, that, that's not my culture. Uh, so I cannot imitate someone trying to be a leader just because I saw that, oh, he worked with that team. He cannot work with me. Um, I, I cannot be fake. The one moment the players will realize it and I will lose all the credibility and they will know that I'm not there for them. I'm, I'm there for me because I want to be there. Uh, if you are truly yourself, like you are at the end of the bench, like I am at the end of the bench, just because I don't <laughs> jump around like you do, but they realize we are still there. I believe they realize we, we are still there for them, even if it's not a weight room. We are still them to coach them, even we are not doing anything but supporting them. We are just who we are during a game, during a workout. And um, if I have a, if I should say something to 20 years ago, to 20 years ago to, to my young Andre Comini, I would say, just not try to be someone else. Uh, just not try to be a coach that you love to, to you take notes to wait to this coach every single time. Just be yourself. Just because it's great, just because this coach is awesome, just learn from him. But do not fake your character. Uh, be yourself from day one. And the guys will know it. And the guy will recognize it. And the guys, even when you are down coaching with them, they will know you will still be their coaches, their coach. Um, I'm so happy when a former player texts me. If, if it's just job, maybe it's just they want an advice, they want to know something, or sometimes they just want to know. Uh, they just want to talk with someone they they truly uh, appreciate, and they want to be honest. They want to talk about something, uh, and you can do it only if you are yourself, whoever you are. Uh, 
And that's something that I love with you, I love with Beecher, I love with Andy, I love with Sarah and all the basketball coaches over there, you and I. And I love it with the, to the players too, uh, because they were really true gentlemen that, as I told you, they opened the door of the, it's their season. So they didn't know anything about me, but they, they were ready to work out with me from day one. So I love it. Well, I know they're really appreciative of all your efforts and everything that you did. And personally, man, I had a blast this year. Obviously, we would have liked things to have continued going and some things to have gone in different ways. Um, but that's just the way the ball bounces, right? They throw it up there and make you play for a reason. But I do think there were a lot of lessons learned, both for me and the players. And I think that, you know, there was a lot of growth that happened again, both for me and the players. Um, but I think that there's also a lot of growth going on across the pond right now with what you're building. And I think it's really important for us to take the last, you know, four or five minutes here and really talk about what you guys got going on out at the lake at the camp, man, because that's some really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so since my first year at, um, at you and I, uh, I thought about this idea of coaching kind of uh, a training camp for players, professional player or future professional players, or simple um, young guys that want to try to be pro, um, they want to try to be uh, a, a professional player one day. And most of the time in Italy, you don't do anything in the summer. Uh, if you are very good, you go, go with the national team, even the youth national team. If you're not good, there are few clubs that really do a great job, but most of the time you are free all the summer. Uh, and watching what you can do over there in uh, the SCA program, I thought to build, to build, okay, to be with my best friend Christian, uh, that he ran a way through just on a peninsula on the lake of uh, Garda Lake uh, in Italy. Uh, he ran this, this gym that used to be a stable. Uh, for horses, as now it's a gym with a basketball loop too. And so I thought, why don't build a training facility with a training program for the summer for players that come over to the lake, they have kind of vacation in the lake, but they can work with a coach like me that have been now six years in NCAA. Um, we have a first division uh, basketball skill coach focusing obviously on basketball skill, but the main idea is to develop in terms of um, um, body, to be more athletic, to work on everything you do overseas. And so to give an opportunity to professional players to have a coach in a beautiful location on the lake, but even to future NCAA player, hopefully, to have the chance to work out like you do in the States. So to be ready one day to play at that level, to have a little bit of America, having coaches from overseas that come over to coach the guys and to teach me too, to share, to get connect, to see what we do here. And this is called Pro Camp. Um, and this is something that we started seven years ago. This summer will be the eighth season. Um, every summer, we try to make things, to, to improve it a little bit, to have new guests, to have, um, uh, I would say to build the program better with the same idea based on core values 
um, coaches some guys, someone will come all the summer, someone come just for one week, two weeks, but the great thing that happened every year that the guys that came for one week the, 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 the summer before, he come for three weeks the next summer and then he come from two months. Uh, and so <laughs> this is awesome for me because I really, um, I do it because I love to coach, but at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, we do it for them. We do for the guys. We are, as I told you, we are not the main character. We are the no, not the main actor. We are there to support them. Um, my dad, my father, is always an inspiration for me as a theater director, uh, a writer too. And so I always seen when I was a little kid, directing from uh, the bottom of the stage, theater shows. And I never, I mean, only a few times is step up on the stage, but I thought I wanted to do the same thing, even on the basketball court, staying just outside and helping someone, it could be an NBA player, it could be an NCAA player, it could be someone that will never have a chance, but really wanna try to, to make his journey better. Uh, and the journey is really what it matters. And then, I'm, as, I told, as you said, we lost the game, but I love the journey I ever reached me. It was just one season, it was just seven months. We didn't make the NCAA tournament, but the journey is something that I will never forget in terms of memories and relationships. That's awesome, man. I'm stoked to hear everything's continuing to grow and build and, and things are great out there on the lake. But also before we get out of here, we got to make sure um, we let people know, where can they find out more about what you're doing? What can they, where can they find out more about the camp? Um, and, and keep up with all the work that you guys are doing. Because you do, you put out some pretty cool content with that as well. Yeah, on, uh, on social, you said? Yeah, sorry. So, like, what, what you know, the Instagram account that you guys have? Yeah, we have the really Instagram cool account stuff. that, honestly, uh, you got to <laughs> help me with the English. It's um, ProCamp um, Underbar Underbar. You said that in English? Underscore, underscore. Underscore, yeah. underscore, sorry. Uh, it, it is funny because I know my English is not that great, but every time I think, oh man, at the end of the day, I speak three languages, Italian, English, and Spanish. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we have this, uh, it's called ProCamp underscore, underscore, and we try to show whatever we do from basketball to lifting to the lake to the gas we got. Um, and we have this, um, with this social, this social network, we are not that uh, like posting like 10 things every single day, but we post something that we like to post. And, all, and most of the time we post players because as I said, they are the, they are pro camp. It's not just me, pro camp is not just me, Christian and uh, Christian is another strength coach, the owner of the gym. We are not just the coaches. Um, uh, I love it because I love ProCamp because we have players since they, they started to come five years ago, they still come and they are part of it and they find new players. Uh, so it's not just coaches, it's coaches, players, volunteers, whoever, uh, and the social media is ProCamp underscore underscore. Awesome, man. Dre. Great to catch up. Great conversation. Awesome stuff, buddy. I appreciate your time. 
And as always, man, I appreciate you and everything that you've done to help me be better and everything you did to help the guys be better. This is, uh, this was awesome, man. Thank you so much for spending the time listening. Uh, thanks to you, Jay. Hopefully one day I will be back in the States coaching and I will see you again on the basketball court, maybe play each other. Just to let you yeah, know, I, I, I won the game against Richmond that time. Just <laughs> <laughs> You did. You did beat us that time. We got you back the next time, though, but that was after you left. I wasn't, I wasn't there that year. This year. <laughs> I was back in. That's why yeah, I won. No, yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, appreciate your time, brother. This is awesome. We'll be in touch soon. Absolutely. Ciao, Jay. Ciao. And as always, thank you for everything y'all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another awesome guest. We'll see you then.